0: Hello, this is Pearls on Tuesday, where we aim to create and celebrate the beauty of ordinary moments in an extraordinary way. Today's podcast is entitled The History and Meaning of Mother's Day. To begin a good conversation about Mother's Day, we must know about two important women in history. First of all, Julia Ward Howe. Mother's Day is celebrated in the United States on the second Sunday in May each year. While it is common knowledge that this day is meant as a special celebration of motherhood, few realize the true roots of this designated day. Here are the facts. Over a century ago, Julia Ward Howe tried unsuccessfully to pull together an international pacifist conference after the Franco Prussian War. Being a woman of strong commitment to this cause, she began to dream of a way to make a global appeal to all women in the name of world peace. Howe was deeply affected by the bloodshed of the war and felt that the contest was cruel and unnecessary. She wondered, why do not the mothers of these sons interfere in these matters to prevent the waste of human life of which they alone bear and know the cost? Hal's early version of Mother's Day served as an occasion for advocating peace. It was held in Boston and elsewhere for several years, but eventually lost popularity and disappeared in the years preceding World War I. And that brings us to Anne Jarvis. Anne Jarvis, also known as Mother Jarvis, felt that community improvement by mothers was only a beginning. Throughout the Civil War, she organized women's brigades. She asked her female counterparts to do all they could without regard for which side their men had chosen. And in 1868, she took the initiative to heal the bitter rifts between her Confederate and Union neighbors. Her daughter, Anna Jarvis, was 12 years old in 1878, when she listened to her mother teach a Sunday school lesson on mothers in the Bible. The senior Jarvis very much wanted a special day to be designated to celebrate the contributions and sacrifices of women and mothers, as she felt there were many days celebrated in honor of the male population. Following her mother's death, Anna Jarvis embarked on a remarkable campaign. She poured out a constant stream of letters to men of prominence, President William Taft and former President Theodore Roosevelt among them, and enlisted considerable help from Philadelphia merchant, John Wanamaker. By May of 1907, a Mother's Day service had been arranged on the second Sunday in May at the Methodist Church in Grafton, West Virginia, where Mother Jarvis had taught. That same day, a special service was held at the Wanamaker Auditorium in Philadelphia, which could seat no more than a third of the 15,000 people who showed up. The custom spread to churches in 45 states and in Puerto Rico, Hawaii, Mexico, and Canada. The governor of West Virginia proclaimed Mother's Day in 1912 and Pennsylvania's governor in 1913. The following year saw the Congressional Resolution, which was promptly signed by President Woodrow Wilson. Mother's Day has endured. It serves now, as it originally did, to recognize the contributions of women. Mother's Day, like the job of mothering, is varied and diverse. Perhaps that's only appropriate for a day honoring the multiple ways women find to nurture their families and the ways in which so many have nurtured their communities, their countries, and the world at large. Mother's Day 2022 is upon us, and never before have women played a more important and significant role in every aspect of life in the home and beyond. As I speak, the United States elected a woman as vice president. Women not only run homes, they now run companies, organizations, hospitals, schools, and countries. Unlike the times in which Howe and Jarvis lived, women now have a myriad of choices concerning their destiny and the impact they wish to have on future generations. While there is still need for further growth, women today can enjoy a level of equality never seen before. It is a start as we are not at the finish line yet. Regardless of the choices women make to work in the home or beyond, the ability to conceive, nurture, and give birth to new life is a feat reserved for them alone. Nothing is more miraculous than growing a tiny human under your heart and then bringing it forth to enter the world as an independent being. However, while the physical cord no longer connects mother and child, the psychological cord is never broken. The connection between mother and offspring is a lifelong, ever-growing, unconditional bond. The love of a mother is a force more powerful than any other. It is my belief that mothers experience emotions with an intensity beyond measure. There are no words to describe the happiness, pride, worry, and at times sadness felt deep within a mother's soul. No physical pain could ever compare. For many, losing their mother figure creates a void that cannot be filled. It bears saying that women also have a tricky way of being mother without giving birth. Obviously, this can occur through adoption or foster care, but often the act of mothering comes from an aunt, grandparent, teacher, mentor, coach, or friend. Relation by blood is certainly not a prerequisite to mothering. Love is the only requirement. I will end by sharing a delightful poem written by poet Helen Steiner Rice, which artfully describes a mother's love. And it is entitled, A Mother's Love. A mother's love is something that no one can explain. It is made of deep devotion and of sacrifice and pain. It is endless and unselfish and enduring come what may, for nothing can destroy it or take that love away. It is patient and forgiving when all others are forsaking, and it never fails or falters, even though the heart is breaking. It believes beyond believing when the world around condemns, and it glows with all the beauty of the rarest, brightest gems it is far beyond defining it defies all explanation and it still remains a secret like the mysteries of creation a many splendored miracle man cannot understand and another wondrous evidence of god's tender guiding hand No matter if you are a birth mother, an adoptive mother, a foster parent, a good friend, a teacher, coach or mentor, I am sure that you have showered motherly love upon someone at some time. If you are like me, you have had the great fortune of being mothered by a plethora of women who supported, nurtured, guided and molded you into the person you are today. I hope that you will join me in celebrating these special women and honor them by looking for ways that we can each mother the next generation. We need to share our well-earned life experiences with them and provide a strong, stable foundation for them to discover the depths of a mother's love. Take good care of you and yours. This podcast is also available on my blog, PearlsonTuesday.com.